episode 17, Steady Chatting the Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie. Thank you for tuning in. And on this episode, we'll be covering Alexa and privacy concerns, sex ed, camping essentials, and grow up on fire. We'll also be hearing music from Prodigy from Mob Deep and Salt and Pepper. On this channel, you can expect to hear content on cannabis, product reviews, interviews, interesting news, discussions, music, and whatever you like. Let us at Steady Snappin' Productions know what you'd like to hear on future podcasts so we can keep giving you what you want and what you need. Join in the conversation. If you're a visitor or just checking this podcast out for the first time, don't forget to subscribe to get more content. Now, let's go. All right. So, Amazon has a smart device that has quickly become a part of many people's households, almost like a pet. What is it? It's a voice-enabled wireless smart speaker that's made by Amazon, commonly known as Alexa. Now, this device is capable of voice interaction, meaning you can talk to this speaker and the speaker can talk back to you. You can play music. You can make to-do lists. It sets alarms for you, streams podcasts, play audiobooks, provides weather, traffic, and other real-time information. All that is useful and totally understandable, except for the fact that we're living in an era where everything is smart. You've got smart TVs, you've got smart phones, you've got smart cars, right? But we don't got more smart people, right? Bigger issue is if we have all these smart devices already that can already tell us real-time stuff, that can already give us our weather forecast, that can tell us what the traffic is, that we can use to play audiobooks, that we can stream podcasts off, that we can use to make our own to-do list, what in God's name is Alexa doing? Why are we putting so much priority and focus and interest on something that we already have? It's called a phone, dog. Now, the issue with this device, beyond the fact that we don't really need an Alexa to do all the stuff that our phones can do, but the issue now is that this device is always listening for the wake word. And from my understanding, the factory wake word is Alexa. But you can change it to whatever word is most suitable for you. Right? The challenge about the, this little gadget constantly listening for its wake word is it's a privacy concern. And here's the proof. Recently, there's been a breach of privacy with uh, where Alexa decided to record an entire conversation of a couple and send it to a friend of theirs in their contact list. And from what I read, Alexa misinterpreted what they were saying with each other and oh, and thought it heard its wake word. It, they, the Alexa thought the couple said Alexa to turn it on and then misinterpreted what they were saying to think that they were asking for the message to be sent to a friend in their friend list. Amazon's saying it's an extremely rare occurrence. And I don't know about that. Furthermore, how are we able to prove that all of our conversations aren't being recorded and stored for further use? 
the good thing that I heard about it is that Alexa cannot be used in court as evidence. But you know how this system is and you know how this world is. All it takes is one overturning of that and everybody's conversation that they're having at home is now privy to scrutiny by other people. I don't know how you guys feel about this. So definitely tune in or call in, message me, drop me a line. If you have one of these little Alexa gadgets, tell me how is it enhancing your life? Or if you got one of these Alexa gadgets, tell me before you bought it, did you ever think there's the possibility that this thing is recording everything that you're saying? And if so, why did you buy it? I'm going to try and keep this segment really brief, pun intended when you understand the topic, is sex ed. So the conversation and the question is, would you want to be fucked for an hour straight? Or do you enjoy fucking for an hour straight? And this is something that is an interesting topic to me because I've heard of women boast about how their man can fuck them until they come. Thumbs up. Kudos. I'm that dude too. In case y'all motherfuckers were wondering. But to fuck for an hour straight, let's look at some of the disadvantages and some of the disadvantages. And definitely call in, leave me a message, message me on Instagram, Facebook, you know, or even on the podcast website and give me your take. Let's lengthen this list of advantages and disadvantages. Advantage number one, it builds machismo. You a man. Or I mean, like, I don't know. If you're not a man, but you're fucking your partner for an hour, then you can assume the role as the dominant person in the equation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you definitely earned yourself some bragging rights. Yeah. You secured your rights to primary dibs on that ass. Now... If you're a side dude, you're not the main dude in the girl's life or you're not the main girl in the dude's life or whatever, but you just put on a one-hour clinic, you better be getting that first call when your partner's in need, for sure. That should build your confidence. It should have somewhere within those 60 seconds or 60 minutes some guaranteed satisfaction on both parties. And it's excellent cardio. Yep. Now, I don't have as long of a disadvantage list, but maybe y'all can help me with this. Disadvantage number one. You don't get no more sex from your partner until they recuperate. Now, I don't know how fun that is. But I like some consistency in life. Yerd. Uh, to those who are putting in the hour-long clinic... You sure are going to be left with a sore back, some sore ass cheeks, and something that people might not take into consideration. If you put in work for an hour straight, you better believe that's the new benchmark. You can't be coming 45 minutes into the hour set no more. You got to nut like a, a, an hour and five minutes into the sex. So some new expectations that you got to live up to. Now, 
Um, there was a post that I saw on Facebook that brought me to this conversation. And uh, in the situation, the man explains that if I nut quick, it means that homegirl got some good pussy. But if it takes me more than 20 minutes to bust a nut, your pussy's whack. <laughs> now I say, fuck him in the pussy and make a name for yourself. <laughs> Be the first on their fuck list. Period. And know your limits. <laughs> And figure out what your partner's limits are. You might be surprised to find out that they might not be able to last more than 20 minutes. No matter whether it's a good day, bad day. Whether they got their stretches in. Whether they watched an hour of porno before. Been playing with themselves. You all know. So have that conversation. And put that ass to work. And at the end of the day. If everybody's happy. That's the most important factor. This is Charlie Sexed. I'll be right back. So right here, we're talking about camping essentials. And definitely call in and let me know what are some places that you guys like to go camping. Give me a little heads up so that maybe I can expand my list of campsites for 2018. But I figured it was important that we touch on camping essentials. Just because sometimes we, we live by this, uh, the uh, like spur of the moment. And... It's important that even if you live in the moment sporadically, that you take some time and, and plan out your activities. I've come up with a little list of things that should be taken into consideration, some things you should walk with or things you should be thinking about walking with before you jump in your car and decide to rough it out, out back, you know? So, first of all, your camping experience will greatly depend on your skill level of camping. Some rough it, meaning a minimalist approach, meaning you just walk with a tarp, a knife, an axe, flint, water, first aid supplies. Done. But that's not reality for most people who go out camping. Some go to the extreme and go way overboard. They need to bring their boat. They need to bring their RV. They need to bring their ATVs. They need to bring their 60-inch screen TV. Uh, they need to, you know, like, walk with everything but the kitchen sink because they have a kitchen sink in the RV, you know? But for most campers, here's some things that you should consider packing to make your stay a much more comfortable one. Walk with a tent. <laughs> I know it sounds pretty um, self-explanatory, but walk with a tent, walk with some chairs, get a cooler, get some ice for your cooler, walk with a barbecue so you could cook some food, walk with a lantern or some sort of um, device contraption that you could use to light the area around you so you could see in the dark. Walk with fire starter. Make sure you have clean water. Make sure you walk with a sleeping bag and an air mattress or either or. Have a car lighter power converter. So one of those things that you plug into the um, your car lighter inside your car that gives you access to like um, electrical plugs so you can charge up whatever you may need to charge while you're out there in the middle of nowhere 
Walk with food. Walk with tarps. Walk with pegs. Have some cooking utensils. Make sure you have a hammer or an axe. Make sure you get some rope, propane, charcoals, blankets, clothes for every condition. For when it rains, for when it's extremely hot, and when it's cold. Walk with some bug repellent. Walk with some animal repellent. I'm talking about bear spray. Just in case you're out in that kind of environment where bears are privy to eat humans or cougars or whatever it might be out there that's a predator. You know, walk with a change of shoes. As I said before, walk with ice. From my cannabis sativa indulgers, walk with lots of weed and adult drinks for your cooler. Hope this helps you. These are what I believe are Charlie's Camping Essentials. Now this segment, we're going to talk about a pot dispensary that went up in flames, but I'm going to take a couple seconds out first to acknowledge, thank, and respect the work that's being put in by first responders. Because um, during my um, battle with PTSD and meeting with psychologists and having group um, therapy, I got to meet a lot of first responders who were suffering from a lot of the same symptoms that I was, um, was, was battling when it came to anxiety, depression, fear, like was one of the, the, the biggest factors in why they ended up sitting side by side with me, getting mentored and re-groomed and got us, taught us to rethink how we look at life. So, I mean, the things that the first responders see out there is traumatic on an hourly minutely basis and we don't uh, I don't think we could ever acknowledge their efforts enough so my hats off to you but topic of today is uh, a Langley dispensary goes up in flames haven't heard about it let me fill you in so 9 p.m. Saturday May 19th in the township of Langley a barn housing illegal marijuana grow up went up in flames so yes we are in Canada. Langley is in BC. It's in Vancouver, so a township within the, one of the major metropolises in Western Canada. And uh, out here, we we are allowed to grow marijuana, especially if you have a license to do so. Uh, so this barn had the misfortune of catching on fire. Uh, more details still need to come out, but nothing was salvageable. They couldn't save a damn thing. Uh, there was concerns for barn animals, but based on what I've read, it's not clear whether they were referring to the owner of the barn who had animals or if it was the neighbors around that barn who had animals. Either way, there were no injuries, which is good. Some of those who called in the, the fire said that uh, the fire was shooting up as high as 30 feet in the air. So, I mean, that engulfed the entire... Um, structure. At the end of the misfortune, it took 10 trucks and 60 firefighters to take care of the scene throughout the rest of the night. So once again, I don't know exactly what it is that caused the fire. For all you smokers out there, please smoke responsibly. And once again, thank you to the first responders and those who went out to save the township. I'm your host, Steady Snap and Charlie. 
and we'll be right back. And that's it. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Keep tuning in for more interviews, good music, and great discussions. If you have a topic that you want to hear about, message me on Instagram at Snapologist. That's S-N-A-P-A-L-O-T-A-G-U-S. Or on Facebook at Steady Snapping Charlie. Keep following me on my travels and feel free to take me on some of your travels as well. These podcasts can be downloaded and saved to your device. So stock up on episodes for road trips to help you pass the time. I'm your host, Steady Snapping Charlie, and this is Steady Chatting the Podcast.